Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Don't Stop Us Now. I'm Claire Hatton. And I'm Greta Thomas. And we're on a mission to help you achieve your goals. We're all about sharing the secrets of the world's most innovative and pioneering successful women. Hear their uplifting stories and practical advice right here. Yes, right here. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then why not sign up for our newsletter at hello at don'tstopusnow.co and keep listening for this week's latest episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our first Future Proof Me mini episode. These episodes will share a nugget of an idea, some advice, or a thought-provoking insight to help us all thrive and adapt in the future. And there's no doubt our environment's changing so fast right now, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. This seems to us more important than ever. So in these mini episodes, we'll be featuring the best from previous and future podcast guests, some of them brand new to Don't Stop Us Now. Plus, we'll share ideas and great actions to try that we've put into action or experimented with ourselves. Indeed, we will. Now, this week's nugget is from investment banker Lindley Edwards, who we had on the show about a year ago. Her episode was really popular and you could really tell from her conversations that she's a really deep thinker. Yeah, absolutely. And we love these insights from Lindley that we're about to share with you because one, they seems so relevant now in these strange times of coronavirus. And two, Lindley shares some really helpful ways to think about the future. And that's by building on the ideas and insights from the past. Yeah, amazing. Plus, building on how to think about the future, she then also goes on to talk briefly about the really valuable ability to hold on to two opposing ideas at once in order to move forward in new ways that will get traction and maybe even create disruption in an industry. Yeah, a great first Future Proof Me episode, I think. Yes, indeed. Now, a request from us before we dive into this mini episode, if you're getting value out of what we're sharing here at Don't Stop Us Now, then please rate and review our show on your podcast app of choice. It's a small thing to do that can have a pretty big impact, so we'd really appreciate it. Now, here's Lindley on how to ponder the future and disruption. When you're searching for what could be true or what you could stand on when things are unsure and disrupting and changing, it's really useful to stand on ground that other people have stood on and understood how they made sense of the world. And I'll give you an example. So if the ancient Greeks who had a lot of spare time because basically they had servants and they were wealthy to be allowed to participate in the debates and the ideas. If they thought life was hard and difficult and then you look at modern life and you're trying to run a business or work and raise kids and 
pay off a mortgage and, well, life is a lot harder for you. So if the ancient Greeks thought that life was hard, well, then it's okay that I think life is hard, you know, because I don't have the same home help and the same level of best being able to spend a lot of time talking about ideas. So it gives you a perspective. But it also, that's, you know, and all jokes aside, it's actually there are ideas and concepts that are enduring over lifetimes. So I'm really interested in those. And how do you use it in business? Because you're looking at what's the meaning and what sits beneath in the deep. So I'm quite concerned about digitization often and devices and things mean that we're very skimming on the surface of everything. When we skim on the surface of everything, that's not where meaning is. Meaning is in connection. Meaning is in presence and in intention. So that means you need to find things that actually bring you down to the, what I call the core of being, like what's enduring, you know, and there is like aspects of mythology, philosophy, poetry, the arts bring us to our ground of being. So of course we must have that in our life if we're going to then reach for some big ideas so you can become grounded. And I really like to know whose ideas I'm standing on top of. It's a little bit like a genealogy. Who has gone down this track before and why have they thought that and why have they come to that conclusion? And if I'm going to disrupt it, what am I really disrupting or adding to? What's the body of knowledge? Right, okay, so... I think what I hear you saying is that basically when you're looking at a new concept or a a new idea that's meant to be disrupting, that you want to go back and look at this body of work first so that you can understand the next horizon of disruption. Is that right? Yeah, and it's also what is it that we want truly deeply as human beings? We want to be connected to others. We want to be in community. So if you're looking at something that's disrupting, does it add to that or detract from that? And if you look at, like, say, big data, what does big data can end up in applications in 1984, even worse, and it can be very exclude people from systems or can big data be used in a way that's helpful, that's compassionate, that adds to human life? Yeah, great. So it's to hold a big ideas but then on the other hand is just work in the day-to-day mundane. And in the big ideas, there is wisdom. That's why I like the big ideas. And I like these deep ideas like how does someone like Rumi, you know, what does he say to live your life? What does Hafiz uh, say to live your life? There's a great poem from Hafiz that I like which says, you know, now your worry has proved to be an un- unlucrative job. Why not get a better one? And so <laughs> – that for me is, it's funny, but it's actually true. You can't influence things by worrying about them. You can influence things by doing something about it or changing how you engage with it. Yeah, I love that. It's a wonderful kind of thing to have, I guess, this grounding of of the philosophy, poetry, and the arts to build on everything else, isn't it? You've talked about, I think I read in an article that you think it's really important that people nowadays have the ability to hold what you call a dialectic position, Mm. which my understanding is an opposing and sometimes contradictory position. Can you talk a little bit more about that? So the ability to hold conflicting ideas means that you get stretched. And so as you get stretched, it means your capacity increases. But 
I'll give you an example of a practical example of the dialectic. And this is, we look at Australia, Australia has the, is the largest coal exporter in the world. Now we know that coal is contributing to greenhouse gas. We know that coal is not the energy source of the future. However, key to many jobs and all of export income in Australia is the coal industry. So how do you hold that position without making it wrong and then hold the position of what are new energy sources? And how would we have a really strong and powerful emerging alternative energy industry. So how do you hold both of those ideas without making them one or right? So if I go to any of the mining associations, they say, well, you know, they don't want, want to talk about climate change. They don't want to talk about new emerging energy sources generally. There are a few exceptions. But then when I talk to people who are in the environmental movement, they are really hard on the coal industry. Well, the coal industry actually underpins our economy. So you see how you've got opposing ideas and you've got to hold them. Because unless we hold both of them, we can't get another way. So the, the ability to hold the different ideas means that we can come to a central point and we can say, well, here's a way that we could have both. That's why I think it's important. And we've got to do that in our, ourselves. So how do we hold, I've got to pay the mortgage, but then on the other hand, I've got to be inspired. You know, how do I hold that, you know, I'm just this, you know, someone who's insignificant in the big scheme of things, but then actually I have the power to change the world. So do you see the dialectic is in everything? And what I think modern political discourse I get really disappointed in because we seem to not be able to hold opposition well and opposition politely. Someone has to be wrong and someone has to be right. And shout down the person who doesn't agree with you. Yeah, that's so true. Such great food for thought there from Lindley. Indeed. Well, that's this Future Proof Me episode done and dusted. Stay up to date and receive more great advice and tips on our weekly email. You can sign up now at our website, don'tstopusnow.co. Wherever you are, take care, stay well, and let's look out for each other. Ciao for now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.